Welcome to the AgBiz Cast, where we share inspiring stories of young, beginning, and small farmers. Listen to hear from our AgBiz Masters graduates about their farming operations and advice for those looking to start their own business. My name is Iris Peters, and with me today is Ben Butler, AgBiz Masters graduate and the farm and finance manager of Butler's Orchard and Farm Market. Ben, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. All right, we will go ahead and get started with our questions here. So Ben, tell us about your operation, uh, some of the history and how you got started with it. So uh, our operation, Butler's Orchard, is in Germantown, Maryland, just south of Frederick, and uh, about 30 minutes north of Washington, DC. Um, I'm a member of the third generation. My grandparents came out of Silver Spring in the 50s, and we started as a wholesale peach orchard. and um, the second generation took over, 70s, 80s, 90s, and um, we became a pick-your-own-destination for local residents in the area. Um, our farm market kind of expanded at that point, and uh, as of today, um, third generation's here, and our business really has three different pillars. Our farm market, which uh, accounts for approximately 45% or so of our gross revenue, agritainment, um, which, as many of you know, you know, pumpkin patch and hayrides, and um, we have a sunflower festival now, like a lot of folks. And uh, you know, our admission to our farm, three dollars a person, is covered under our agritainment category, and that accounts for about twenty-five or so percent of our gross revenue. And um, pick your own is our final piece of our main business structure, and we go from everything from pick your own strawberries in the spring blueberries, blackberries, red raspberries, uh, pumpkins, cut your own Christmas trees, tomatoes, um, something you know throughout the season. Uh, so that's uh, that diversification has given us the ability to you know stand through a cherry freeze out this year and uh, a rough pumpkin year last year and you know some of those um, inevitable uh, problems that come along, uh, the diversification has really been helpful for us. Um, so that's about you know, our business, um, we farm about 350 acres or so. Um, we are IPM, so we are not organic and not conventional. We uh, really try to educate our customers on, you know, how their food's grown. And you can't get a strawberry in January and blueberries grow in a bush. So some of the fundamentals that a lot of us people in ag are familiar with, uh, we find ourselves educating the, the DC region, uh, those, those suburbs, and the people who live there, what uh, some of those fundamental pieces of ag. Awesome, thank you for sharing. So why do you enjoy uh, farming and agricultural business and what inspires you to stay in that business? It's a good question. Um, you know, I, I grew up in an environment where we all worked hard, but there was no pressure to return to our operation. And I think, um, you know, the freedom to go to college, I went to College Park and had a degree in horticulture and crop production and the, the ability to go do that and, and do whatever I wanted um, almost drew me back because I really realized what a uh, unique opportunity it was to come back to the family business um, and, you know, work with my family every day, which can be a double-edged sword, but we, we work pretty hard to get along well. Um, I'd say that's part of one of the reasons why I enjoy what I do so much. Um, you know, love them or hate them, your family is family and you all, no one's going to care more than we do. Um, I think a part of also is the reason why 
I'm inspired to stay here is the freedom to, to make our own decisions and, and guide the business um, and into a direction that we feel it should be going. And, and uh, there's a lot of pressure and a lot of stress involved with, you know, being the, some of the team that makes those decisions, but um, same with the reward and the um, excitement of, of seeing things come to fruition after a long planning season or whatever it might be. Definitely. Uh, so with that uh, and working with your family, what do you think uh, is the biggest challenge in the business? Oh, I mean, businesses are in general are, are challenging to operate. And I think ag has its own unique challenges. Um, the fact that, you know, my position at farm and finance, you know, really are not the same thing at all. Um, you know, production and, and making sure we have crops to sell is, is I'd say, two thirds of my job. And then the other third is making sure that the financial piece of our, of our business is stable and that we're on the right track. So I think one of the biggest challenges is basically either A, trying to do it yourself, which is not always a, a good recipe for success, but B, finding good people that you can trust, whether it's family or you know, outside staff that you can put in these positions to manage finances, taxes, insurance, uh, not to mention marketing, production, you know, all of the different pieces that keep a, a business and a farm business running. So I'd say that's probably the biggest challenge um, is keeping all the wheels moving at the same speed at the same time. Yeah, definitely. There's quite a few moving pieces. Mm -hmm. So what has been your uh, favorite memory, if you have one, um, from your business over the years? I've got, well, two broad memories I can think of, you know, just growing up here, I grew up on the farm. Um, well, my summers were different than most kids my age, you know, wasn't at summer camp or sports camp, we worked. Um, also had a lot of fun and were able to, you know, all kinds of creative uh, games and activities that I think only farm kids can really understand. Um, most of them are usually safe, but some can cross the edge of dangerous and reckless, but that's part of what makes it fun. So I think just that opportunity to grow up as a farm kid was really special. Um, and now, you know, as an adult and a full-time operator, I guess, um, watching the business transition, you know, my, my aunt, uh, my dad's sister retired in 2017, uh, which was a, a blessing. You know, she gave us an opportunity, my generation to come in and step up and uh, you know, take some more responsibility. And, um, you know, that transition of when she was leaving and I was stepping in to the financial role, at least, um, you know, as challenging as it was, it was out of my comfort zone. Um, I'm not a finance person by, you know, by education, by any means. Um, but working with her and getting up to speed and, and, you know, now in year four, I guess, as that, as the manager of the finance piece, um, you know, we're profitable and we're doing well, we're paying our bills. And, um, you know, so for me, it's kind of still happening. It's that favorite memory of, um, you know, continuing the success that the generation before me has established. So speaking of to the generation before you and then even for the future, what do you envision for the future of the business? Oh, I mean, it's crazy. You know, you try to have a 10-year plan and it seems like you can't even plan two years ahead. Um, you know, the diversification of our business with the agritainment part, um, that really determines a lot of what we do on the production side. 
you know, what the customers want, what varieties they want, logistically, where can we plant them? So really, um, in the future is, is, is wide open. Uh, I think I can, I will continue to see agritainment uh, play a big role in, in our success. The more, you know, there's 9 million people or so in the DC metro area, and especially during COVID last year, everyone was looking for something to do outside. Uh, so what we have, I think is special, and we're gonna continue to, to offer what we can to the local community. Um, you know, kind of a bigger picture, there's, there's five now in the next generation. I have a little boy um, and my brother and sister both have a couple kids. Um, so we, you know, no pressure on them, but if they wanna come back to the family business and start a new venture or expand what we're doing, um, our plan is to give them that opportunity. And we did so last year, we bought a 60 acre farm, my brother, sister and I, and um, you know, it's kind of crazy to think that far ahead, but you know, the opportunity for them to take that piece of land and do something more with it um, will be there for them. So uh, we're, we're in the long, in for the long haul, I'll say. Yeah, that's exciting. It's really nice. Yeah. So you are um, an Agnes Masters graduate. Uh, so to talk about that a little. In your own words, what does Agnes Masters teach young and beginning farmers like yourself? Yeah, so I may be like the perfect example of an Agnes Masters graduate. I mean, I had a horticulture and crop production degree out of Maryland in 2010. Um, thought I'd be just growing in production my entire career. Um, quick, pretty quickly realized that you know, 2015, 2016, when my my aunt, our business manager, was looking to slow down, um, that I, I seemed to be the best fit for that. Uh, I couldn't even tell you what year I graduated from Magnus Masters. It's probably that 13 or 14 time period. But anyway, um, it kind of gave me a crash course in the fundamentals of the finance world. And, you know, stepping into that role in a serious way in 2017, you know, Agba's Masters gave me that base layer of, of how to handle myself, how to handle the books, how to handle the relationships. So I really can't say enough how much it did for me because, I mean, looking back, I probably should have gotten a degree in business or finance at school. Um, but, you know, that's, that's hindsight, right? Um, but I think Agba's Masters, it gave me, you know, the balance sheet, the profit and loss, cash flow, all of those fundamentals. Um, that you really don't really want to learn about, at least when I was younger, uh, because they're not fun, not, not outside, it's a little dry. Uh, but Agbiz Masters gave me that, not only the instruction, but some of the, the material that came along with it to uh, really make the connections of, okay, like I've seen a balance sheet before. I know, I know what I'm looking at here. So I think it's, it's an invaluable thing. And for a lot of farmers who are spread thin, um, it's really focused and it's really, as much as it can be at least, based on ag. And it may not be exactly in your operation or my operation, but the fundamentals are, are there. So I think that's really um, was the key. And one last piece, I guess I'd say about what it teaches. Uh, Agbiz Masters gave me like the, the belief and the understanding that the relationships that you hold in the business world, whether it be your insurance agent, your lender, your bank, uh, your attorney, you know, all of those people that you think, oh, I'll never need an attorney once a week or once a month, or let alone once a year. Uh, and now I'm in a position, uh, I talk to my, my attorney every, every week. 
which, you know, it's just a part of running a business. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely had some doubts about some of the things I was being taught. And, you know, a few years, uh, you know, past that now, I can look back and say, uh, you know, it was a really good experience. Ag, you know, AgBiz Masters gave me more than I did than I thought it, it did at the time. Mm -hmm. But definitely, that's nice to hear. Um, so I have one last question for you before we wrap up today. Um, so what piece of advice do you have for younger beginning farmers that are looking to start their own business? Good question. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to be into a family business, so I didn't have to start from the ground up, but, you know, and like a double-edged sword would be, then I had bigger, bigger, um, bigger problems, bigger numbers to deal with, um, some bigger issues. But I, I think for someone who's either young or beginning like me, um, I, I would say a pretty valuable thing that I've done is, is have a mentor and um, having a mentor is not an easy thing to find. Sometimes you may not think, you know, anybody who's willing to help you or who um, has been well-versed enough in ag business to, to help you. But I think you'd be surprised that uh, there's more folks out there who want to see the next generation succeed and they want to pass on, um, you know, what they've learned and, and, and I don't want to say their legacy, but some of the knowledge of the generation uh, before us. So I think finding a mentor would be, is a really good thing and important. Um, and you don't quite know what it'll give you until you really have that. Um, so I think don't be shy to ask people about it. Um, you know, you'd be, like I said, you'd be surprised how many folks, whether it be your lender or, you know, or a family friend or another farmer in the area, um, to give you that advice and guidance. And, um, you know, I called mine the day that the piece of property went for sale and I, I won't say his name, but I said, you know, what do I do? I've never, I, I never thought this day would happen that I need to be ready to buy a piece of property, um, you know, ASAP. And he gave me a few good guidance points and, um, kind of got me started and, uh, just little conversations like that can be really helpful and, and, inspiring and also give you the confidence you need to make those phone calls and, 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 you know, negotiate and kind of get in the mix. So yeah, find a mentor. Definitely. Yeah. I think for any of our listeners, it's good to know, never be afraid to ask, especially if you have someone older and wiser to go to. Yeah. Having yeah, them to ask is great. Exactly. And, you know, I'm, I'm not that old or wise, but, um, someone who's been through the program and who's in the seat I'm in, I'm always happy to talk to other growers about their challenges and my challenges. And um, I think that's something great about the ag community is that we're willing to share and help each other because uh, it's not an easy profession or lifestyle. For sure, yeah, <laughs> can be a challenge. But at least, yeah, there is a nice community there. You can always find someone to go to. That's exactly, great. yeah. All right, well, thank you for joining the podcast today and sharing some stories about your own operation. Mm -hmm. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the AgBiz Cast. To learn more about the AgBiz Masters program, visit agbizmasters.com or check out our Facebook page. Tune in every two weeks to hear more stories from our graduates and partners. Thanks for listening.